0: to the weekly podcast of Bethel Bible Church and Pastor Mark Kirkendall. We're so glad you've joined us today. And as always, you can find more information about the church at our website, BethelBible.com. You can find us on Facebook and even follow us on Twitter at Bethel Bible. Let's join Sunday service now.
1: This life is to prepare me. So when there's things to celebrate and when there's things to mourn, all of that, when there's things of abundance, when there's not that... It is to prepare me to learn to trust God now, to love him now, to praise him now for all eternity. The other thing that stuck out to me is, man, I live and I I struggle with uh, depression at times or blues or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I call it this black cloud. And so I always kind of need something to look forward to. And, but it reminded me of thinking about this eternity perspective that... There's some great experiences I've had in this life and will have. But even as great as they are, there'll always be this, it seems like this, maybe small, but this little bit of a letdown. You know, you plan this great thing and it goes well and, man, you're excited you were there. and But there's still always this little bit of a, okay. And I think God's built that into us to prepare us that this world cannot ultimately Fulfill me, and yes, there's some things that we want to celebrate that are great to be a part of, and it isn't going into those being a Debbie Downer, but it's reminding myself that hey, there'll always be a little bit of that because this world cannot ultimately fulfill me. So, thinking of God's design for eternity, what what stuck out to you?
0: I mean, certainly, so what you're talking about for sure. I mean, I remember a while back there's a book written, "Your Best Life Now," and I think one of the things I took away from that is. Best life is not now. Yeah. But I will never forget. It was so convicting and I think so true when you said the church is not here to be everything I want it to be. The church is here to conform me to the mission of Christ.
1: I stole that from somewhere. it was good. (laughs) I mean,
0: I was mad at you too because it was so true. Uh, But it's true. I think a lot of my, sometimes my disappointment, my frustrations, my struggles are because, you know, the church and people aren't what I want them to be or need them to be. And the whole world's not just revolving around me. And that was such an important perspective shift because if it's all for the mission of Christ, then you know what? All those disappointments you were talking about, where well, there's always at least a little bit of that, that's, that can be redeemed. And that's for mm-hmm. a greater purpose because it's not about, it's not, a turns out, it's not about <laughs> yeah. me after all. Yeah. Who knew?
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, then we moved to God's designed us for Generosity. And for me, what stuck out about that is I was overwhelmed by these small house churches, really, in Macedonia, where in 2 Corinthians, Paul talked about that they were uh, afflicted, and he says, from all sides. There was trouble in the church, there was trouble from uh, Jews, there was trouble from uh, the Roman government. Uh, they were afflicted on all angles. And also, he says, they were down in the depths, poor. But Paul's been traveling through and he's collecting these offerings to take back to Christians struggling in Judah. And they begged Paul to let them help. Usually it's the other way around. You know, we ask and, uh, for people for help. But they were begging Paul to let them help. And then I read one thing that stuck out to me about that is that someone said, it is easy to give the little that we have when we've already given all that we are, given our entire lives to Christ. And so those are the things that stuck out to me about this idea of God has designed us, and that's in our vision statement. We want to be people that live generously.
0: That down in the depths poor, so, you know, back home, we got a saying for that. That's Poe. (laughs) P-O. Just Poe. No extra O's. P O Pope. <laughs> yeah, you think how can people that are po' be begging, pleading to give more way? And I mean, it's very similar uh, to what you just said. But you said it—it's it, easy to be generous, you know, when in your heart it already all belongs to God. Yeah. If it's in here, it's already all His. Then I'm like this. I'm not like this. Mm-hmm. You know. And I'm after that week I remember going back and thinking okay when is it hard for me to be generous when do I not want to give my time or resources or something and I roll my eyes and, uh, because in here that's mine not his
1: yeah yeah they we're just the stewards
0: that was such a good reminder
1: so then we moved to God's designed us for influence and we talked about no matter who you are everyone has influence everybody does and uh, from all different ways and You know, I believe just, I mean, the he's getting up this morning and sharing. I mean, man, that even impacted me. That influenced me as they began sharing. And when we looked at what Paul said there, a thing that I wanted to remember was it was easy or natural for Paul. And Paul gave his life away. He was beaten. He was stoned. He was shipwrecked. He went without. He traveled as a nomad. But it was easy for Paul to do that because he saw his life already belonged to Christ. Mm-hmm. The other thing that stood out to me was thinking of that, that when Christ, kind of like what Clint just said, when Christ has our lives, we will make an impact for Christ. It's just a given. If if Christ has your life, you will be an influencer. I
0: think mean, that's such a good reminder because sometimes, yeah, I can feel like, okay, do I need to go to seminary to have an influence <laughs> or do I need to... To learn, to memorize the script, you know, to share my faith with somebody to have an influence. But you're saying it, it should be a natural outflow, and that's kind of what impacted me too about influence. Is and really, I think it's tied to generosity. And the way the way that you framed it. it was really, we're just use that analogy of an echo, mm-hmm. you know, that just keeps bouncing back, and to really. God's been generous with us, and so my I, with influence, I'm, all I'm doing is repeating what I've already been given. Yeah, I'm not influencing out of scarcity or something that I've got to drum up. And so I've heard people use the analogy of like be a channel, not a reservoir.
1: You know, Ooh, that's good. We See, got, I should have put that in there. I know.
0: Next th- <laughs> next year, next year, I'll, r- I'll write it down. Uh, but man, it's when it comes to influence and serving and stuff like that, I'm I'm not doing anything more than has already been done for me through Christ and. Through,
1: through Christ, through people. Yeah. I remember talking about using that illustration of an echo. Now you said that, that, you know, an echo, if if we were to put along this back wall f- foam or whatever, it just absorbs it. And I mm-hmm. think so often we can just absorb all that God has done for us instead yeah. of echoing that to yeah. other people. Say thanks. That's great for me. <laughs> but then let it stop. Yeah. does it yeah. stop with us. Well, then we moved to God's Design is for Community with Clint leading us uh, through Hebrews uh, last week. And there was so much about that that I wanted to remember and spoke to me. And one of the things was that everyone is looking for community. I remember the uh, talking about there's community for all kinds of things. And what was the one? Uh, it was like bird <laughs> pictures birds with arms. With arms. Can I share
0: the one that I didn't include? Yeah, uh, This is in Malaysia. There's an Obedient Wives Club. Hey! <laughs> I'm just saying it, it exists. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> the,
1: you can find community around it's, anything.
0: It's a thing that exists. Yeah.
1: It's so that was you, so you good. <laughs> but then it, I remember him saying that everyone's looking for this, but that community is not found. That community is built. And what that said to me is, it's going to take time. It is. It's going to take effort. It's going to take me putting myself out there we had this talk with our kids every time before school starts that you know everybody gets nervous especially our kids changed schools this year and you know meeting new people but you talk to them about well think of who your friends are now there was a time you didn't know them and that's the same with all of us the the people that you come and you talk to each and every week or see each and every there was a time you didn't know them but it took time it took effort it took opening up and that is when community happens
0: yeah, so probably the second biggest thing in this whole series stuck out to me. So two things really punched me in the gut. And the first one was when you said the church isn't all about me. Uh, and the second one was that Dietrich Bonhoeffer quote where he mm-hmm. said, those who love the idea of community more than they love the real community become destroyers of that community. I thought, you know, it's so true. It's so true even for me. It's so tr- easy to love some ideal of community and get frustrated at the real com- community in front of my face mm-hmm. and I, in my head i love in heart i love this ideal but i refuse to love the community that god has put right in front of my face because that's a lot harder work that yep. has to be built it doesn't just happen
1: yeah and, and if we go into it thinking of you know okay community what am i going to get out of this i remember you saying that man that's such the wrong perspective That's when people aren't going to meet my expectations. This is going to happen. But when we are thinking about, man, this world is not my home. This world has prepared me. When I need to be generous, I want to go in, and I want to be an influencer in people's lives. When we go into it, what we can give, and you said that we realize what happens is we actually get much more.
0: turns out God's designs are so much better. (laughs) I know. Who knew? I know. You know?
1: So then, over the last several weeks, we asked for, how have you seen generosity lived out in people? How have you been influenced? Or how have you seen community uh, done in a way? And this is where everybody should kind of start getting a little nervous. Um, But we went through just our own lives. And here's how we want to set this up. Romans 12.10 tells us this, that we want to, or we should, one of the the other's, of outdoing one another and showing honor and we're going to attempt that today that we're going to honor some people at the same time we want to balance that that this is not just attaboy a pat on the back to just lift people up we want to show honor we want to outdo which one another in that but also We want to be people that we ultimately go, you know what, God's the one that actually gets the credit. Because if this was left up to us, it would be going down in a flaming storm. But God has put a spirit in his people with his word um, that this thing can actually work. And so we want to balance this. We want to outdo one another in showing honor. At the same time, we want to be people that give God the credit. So there's going to be a phrase that we're going to be using this morning that will lead you in, and it's simple. It's four words. Praise be to God. But first, we're going to just share some things that have stood out to us. I was a little nervous because there's so many I couldn't get them all down, and I don't want anybody to feel like I've left out. What they did wasn't important. Was so but these are just a few that over the last several years that stuck out to me. Uh, one time, uh, I tend to make bad decisions. Amen. Um, and Amen. It, it, <laughs> I know. I know. It's a Saturday night, and I was going to go to the Miller's and eat. Remember this? And uh, many of you will know, uh, I I get bored, and I had like 30 minutes, and so I went out the garage and started a project, and I ended up uh, breaking my hand in about three places. I was going to drive myself to the hospital. Uh, Marla wouldn't let me. Thank goodness she didn't, because I almost passed out about 30 seconds later. Got it all wrapped up, and they gave me some magic pills. And I was going to, hey, we'll go on to the Miller's. You can cut my steak. Marla will be fine. And I stood up and preached that morning. And I should not have done that. Um, and, but that night, a storm blew through, and a, st- a tree fell on our fence. And so here I am at uh, this huge bandage because waiting on surgery. And all of a sudden, I'm in the room, and I hear a chainsaw going. And I look outside, and I'm very allergic to poison ivy. This tree was covered in it. And here was Corey Mason on a Sunday afternoon with a chainsaw cutting up this tree to get it off of our fence. I didn't ask him to do it. He just showed up. Um, I don't know that we bought Ophi a pair of clothes for probably the first eight years for a family of the crumbs. that just were constantly showing up. Man, here's more and more clothes Uh, for opiates. It's great when you have somebody that's got a child a little bit older that they'll do that. Uh, I would go through all of our elders. Uh, These are remarkable men that we can be real with, that that know we're fallible humans, but will encourage us, will hold us accountable. We know they constantly pray for us. Um, Then I remember our house flooded. Um, I was up in Dallas at a conference, and my phone is just blowing up, and uh, Marla's just calling, calling, calling. So I finally answered and she said, I don't know what to say, but there, somebody delivered us a pizza box. Oh, that was nice. She opens up and it's not pizza, but this is a box that just had money in it to help us with, you know, all that we were going to be going through with the insurance companies. Um, I, I wrote down countless people that have asked us over just to open their homes. Um, hear people stepping in to serve even when you know that really isn't maybe what they wanted to do but hey here's a need i'm going to step into it To when we moved just a few weeks ago i mean an army showed up um to getting covid um you know i don't think we made a meal and people showing up with uh just leaving stuff hey we figured you needed this hey we actually found toilet paper here's some and uh that sort of stuff but i wouldn't want to end without also saying this is that It is great to work with someone that you actually enjoy being around. And Clint and I share an office, and it gets crazy at times, uh, but just even today, he's so great at stopping and going, hey, how are you doing with that? That, yeah, we're coworkers, and we work well together, but just even beyond that, there's this friendship that he's just, man, how are you? Man, that was a tough week, and how are you dealing with that? And all of these are encompassed in that. And so in that, I want to say to so many all these things, but Clint, what about for you? Uh, well,
0: first, thank you, Mark. <laughs> thank you, uh, and I didn't
1: th- write that down so you wouldn't see I it. Know.
0: I know, it's tricky. Uh, and I would say to you, yeah, I mean, there's countless examples, and the goal of this isn't, we can't name everyone that I know of, and then I have to think, the ones I know of are just the tip of the iceberg. There are so many examples that I don't even know about. Um, but the goal is to Give glory to God yeah. and praise God and just say, listen, he is doing these things. This, this design for community and influence and generosity and eternity. it's not hypothetical. It's happening in front of us. Uh, so, so many I can name. I thought of Don Monzon, people like her <laughs> who have been instrumental in helping us disciple our kids. And I know she was instrumental. And Caleb decided he wants to follow Jesus and asked great questions time yeah. after time. And I think he even told you before he told us, <laughs> you know. Uh, people like... Stacy, right here yeah. who got to know Hannah and not only invest in her when she was in preschool and over and over, but man, talk about bags of clothes. Show <laughs> these bags. I mean, every princess dress and all the sequins and all the colors and y'all that is Hannah's love language. <laughs> Loved it. And she knew that. And so she was so diligent about doing those things. And uh, man, there's some people here too that when I think of certain character qualities and truths the Bible speaks of, like I don't think about a definition anymore. I just yeah, picture that person. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought of Steve Hudson, who's not here today. They're out of town. But, man, love and encouragement, Steve Hudson. Yeah. He's come to embody Which
1: that. he also says his love language is tormenting. So it he is, comes yeah. in all the time to torment <laughs> yeah. us.
0: Yeah, it's two sides of that coin. You know. uh, we love true. you, Steve. Uh, and my joke is always, I think he tells me he loves me more than my wife does. <laughs> and she does it a lot. It's not because she's falling asleep on He just does it all the time. Uh, when I think of humility, I picture Bobby Freeman's face. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I think of faithfulness, I picture Paul Keel's face. I don't know if Paul's here today, but he loves it when I say this. Because, y'all, he has been, all these things we're t- talking about, he has been doing at Bethel longer than I've been alive. Mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs>
1: uh, he loves it when you point that he out.
0: Loves it. He loves it. That's his favorite thing about me. Uh. Uh, when I think of joy and positivity, Adam Mattenhahn. Yeah. Uh, generosity, Calvin Kane has redefined generosity uh, in my life. When I think about people who just have this desire to make things better at their own time and effort, uh, Denise Alden. Yeah. Think of her. Uh, Clinton Carr. Y'all have no idea how much time Clinton puts into making all this happen. He his, his desire is always, 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 always to make it as good as he possibly can. Uh, man, yeah. I think if people just show joy, just, just joyful selflessness, uh, people have gotten to know just this year, Randy Cheatham and Lori Ellis, who just mm-hmm. show up every time, smile on their face, cheerful, and I cannot ask them to do anything. I can't finish the sentence before <laughs> they say yes. Yeah. Uh, with just a joyful spirit. And so, uh, man, I look at that, I think about what we've been talking about, and then I see it in front of my face. And I think it's just appropriate to say, I don't know the cue.
1: Yeah, there it is. All God's, all God's people, people said, said, praise be to God. Yeah. yeah. Well, then we've got some that you wrote, and we're going to read some of these. Uh, don't know who this is, and that, that's okay. But talking about all of you, it says, has been generous to our family while walking through very difficult times we were loved encouraged and supported in every step of the way my family was physically supported by meals and great financial support these acts done by multiple members of this church will never be forgotten someone mentioned their parents and we got several of those that they said living at the same uh, the same at home as they did at church and in the community, they were just consistent. They weren't different people. Somebody love this. I think I know who this is. They mentioned their fourth grade teacher. Then encouraged them to memorize the names of the books of the Bible. And so that when they got into big church and the pastor would say, this is what we're studying. I knew where it was. Man, what great influence. Someone wrote, as mentioned earlier, Carlin Calvin have influenced me. By always showing me love with open arms and open hearts to all who enter into their lives. They daily seek to show love and the hope of Christ with all they come into contact with. They've set an example, a incredible example for me to be influenced by. Someone wrote this, and maybe I wouldn't think of it this way. I thought they're absolutely right. Someone said, Amelia Chavez has influenced me just because of her zeal for missions. And what a great one. Then this one was written, and I'm going to read it because they're not here today. Um, This was written about our very own Karen Hudson. that's usually back here on the keys. It says, and if you know her, you know this rings true. She loves deeply, forgives completely, speaks truth, and trusts the Lord wholeheartedly. And then it says, I think that picture, she is joy. Mm -hmm. If you know her, you know that's so true. And all God's people said, praise Praise be to God. God.
0: Yeah. Here's a couple more. So. Someone wrote, our worship band, they're always upbeat, supportive, sacrifice time on Sundays, plus practicing at home, all to help make worship, I can't read the last word, but I think it's a good word, all to help make worship great, wonderful, thank you guys for that. Uh, This person said, our life group has bonded with its members, uh, served one another in many ways, come alongside one another in support as we grew together in Christ. Man, I love this one. Somebody mentioned their uncle. My Uncle John gave me recordings of The Doors, Steppenwolf, and 13th Floor Elevators.
1: I've heard of one of those.
0: I assume that's a band. (laughs) Christmas, when I was 15, since then my interest in music has bloomed and grown. That musical enjoyment made made me want to play. I still play for enjoyment, but also to use a talent in a way I hope glorified God and he enjoys. So yeah, when I was 15, this guy spent time with me and showed me some stuff, and now I take that and I use it to serve others and glorify God. Uh, Somebody mentioned their husband. My husband, what a change in him. He has followed uh, the direction the Lord leads at all costs. He is a man after God's heart. What an example of love and faith to follow God. That's amazing. Uh, Here's one uh, that Amelia wrote. We have been blessed repeatedly by people helping us take care of our babies. <laughs> Marl watched Hillel for six months. Kim uh, Damaris watched Judah while he was sick. Liz Pino and Brittany Magmon have dropped what they were doing to help us as well. Uh, man, and here's a super cool one. said, I've learned a lot about leading my family by watching Fredo Hernandez. Mm. He loves him very well. He works very hard. He is one of the most intentional fathers and husbands I ever met. How great is that? Yeah. And all God's people said,
1: yeah, uh, well, now we're going to hear from some of you, and we're going to bring some of you up, and we'll ask forgiveness now <laughs> instead of asking, but some of them are going to be ones you wrote, but then we've got some surprises of some that were written about you. So uh, we divided these up, and Clint, you got a hundred percent participation in your list. I do not. <laughs> Um, I'll hand them to you, then you can hand them over. I'm going to ask Melissa Wright to come up. Uh, Melissa, there's a microphone here, and this is one that, that she wrote. And so forgive us for putting you on the spot, but I thought, man, I want them to hear this from your words and from you.
2: I'll start the crying.
1: <laughs> That's oh, okay. I'll
2: just get it out of No, so when we moved, we moved y'all.
1: Oh, so I know. Ready. We should have had Kleenexes everywhere. I know.
2: Um, when we, I wrote about when we moved to White House, we were already in Tyler, but it was a really crazy year for us. So the Keels, Patty totally, Patty Keel, I like, did not know her, showed up at her house, took Caleb, who was like five, and like packed his room with him and entertained him all day, <laughs> like all by herself. And then the day we moved, she and Paul, I mean, like, helped us move, but then brought us dinner and stayed, like, to have dinner, which was like the best thing ever. Um, and then the Winfields, <laughs> um, same, when we told the kids we were moving, they were, cried, like they didn't want to come, and, um, so the winfields we didn't know them at all, they called us and invited us over for dinner one night, and Caleb left, going, that was the best night of my whole life,
1: <laughs> um,
2: which was just, I mean, I think that's before we even started coming here, yeah. um, but that was huge for our family.
1: Yeah. Man, that's generosity, that's influence, that's community. Um, Ben Turney, come up here, please. There's Ben. This is one that Ben wrote, and I remember this, and I know how much this meant to him, but I wanted you to hear it from him. Now everybody's getting really nervous. <laughs> so there was
3: a time whenever my mother's roof needed repair. It was uh, leaking quite bad, and so Kenny and I decided that we were going to help her out. And, <clears throat> and so the, you know, I got with the roofing company. They gave me an estimate was it was up here well I asked if we did some of the work if we could bring it down here a little bit and so I introduced it to my life group and Corey Mason uh, organized himself Charlie Crumb Bobby Freeman and Steve Hudson came down on a uh, very chilly December morning in 2016 it was 41 degrees whenever we started and we took the roof apart it was a it was a metal roof and it was uh, a little bit of a pain and but Steve Hudson figured out how to get it, how to get it apart. So we spent that day getting it taken down. I could not have done it by myself. Mm-hmm. And it was a wonderful thing.
1: Yeah. And all God's people said, yes. praise oh, be no. to God. Of course, Bobby and I are not loud on ladders anymore. Yeah. And, uh, We've
0: had some bad experiences. We have.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and maybe Steve also. We should no ladder for him either.
0: Yeah. Uh, Marla Kirkendall,
1: come up here. Please. And I didn't tell her on purpose. Oh. That, that was my assumption. <laughs> Somebody's
2: in trouble, when we get
1: home. Read that. This one is about you. <laughs> I know. If you can't get through it, we will read it. <laughs> Marla is
2: one that is never afraid to speak truth to me. <laughs> has and continues to make time to listen no matter what is going on in her own life. <laughs> Thank you, Marla.
1: And all God's people said?
2: Praise,
0: Praise be, to be to God. Ben and Kristen Stovall. Y'all come up here real quick, please. <laughs>
1: I know, we're going to get I it.
0: <laughs> I'll let y'all decide. <laughs>
3: <laughs> ben and Kristen have opened their home more times than I can count for parties, celebration, life group, etc. There's no telling how many relationships have been formed at their home. Absolutely.
1: And all God's people said, Praise to be God. God. Oh,
0: we got some Kleenex on the way. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Mercifully. Okay.
1: back to me uh kim van and this is a great one that kim wrote and i wanted you to hear it
2: um some of the generosity um that i wrote down has just been uh just people reaching out um i had surgery and um people provided dinner um after that i had bought a house uh several years ago <laughs> As a single mom, that uh, thankfully the church came and helped me with all the projects um, because it was just full of projects. Um, just opening up their house and um, their heart, and then just spending time with my children and pouring in to them, and then just standing in the gap
1: when whenever I whenever I couldn't, and then just speaking truth. Yeah, and all Praise God's you. people said, "Praise be to God." Well, I don't think he's here that I was looking this morning, but Scott Smith. This was written about him that. I wanted him to read it, that Scott spent over an hour helping me fix my car, which means Scott fixed it, and I'm sure someone watched. (laughs) He is one of the most generous people I know, and if you know Scott, he's called me twice this week about things that he's going, you know, not not to brag on himself, but he was, hey, this needs to come up. I'm going to go and do this, and I know he called a family that was, had COVID, just reached out, hey, how can I help you, and Scott's just this guy that's living this out. and um, All God's people said.
0: Praise be to God. Uh, Russell Peake.
1: Come up here, Russell. (laughs) Now,
0: I know Russell. He he looks like a two Kleenex guy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or he could body slam both of us. I know. Whichever. Why
0: don't you read that for us, please, Russell. So,
3: who's this from? Here, let me have some of that. (laughs) (laughs) It says, Russell built a game table for, for the youth. Not only did he give his time, but he, he also bought all the parts. <clears throat> <laughs> the most impressive part was the amount of care and quality he put into it. It is probably the nicest thing at this church. <laughs> and that is true.
1: <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> that is true. Thank you, Russell. So true. Thank and all God's God people fast. said.
0: Uh, Carla. Is Carla here? Carla Ferreira?
1: She may be serving.
0: Yeah, she yeah probably She's upstairs. Is. Um Brittany, do you know this? Carla upstairs? Okay. Could someone go sub for her just real quick? And I'll... I'll we'll come back. We'll come back to hers.
1: Yeah. Uh, looking for them. Brooke and Matt. Come on up, Matt. Brooke just happened to get sick today. <laughs> so this was... Uh, you each, ha- oh, you each, you each have I'll one, okay. so would you read Brooke's and then uh, read yours?
3: Uh, Brooke has influenced me by being bold, unafraid, and unapologetic of living for Christ.
1: And that's so true.
3: <laughs> Matt took an entire day off work to help me with the project at my house. I know I can call him anytime with any need.
1: That's so true. All God's people you, said, <laughs> praise be <laughs> <me> to God. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Here she is. There's Carla.
0: Carla Ferreira. Hey, hey, come on up here, Carla. So we got to fill you in a little bit. All we're doing is we're taking some of these notes that people wrote about ways people have been generous and influenced and everything. And I believe this is one that Mm -hmm. Carla wrote. Yeah. So this is one that you wrote, and we would love for you to just read it for us so everybody
2: can know. And that microphone is hot. It's on. (laughs) Hi. Hi. Um, okay. When Chloe came to stay with us, a bed with a a bed for her clothes, even dinners came. Compassion when my brother died, Mm. just general friendship. While I've been here, away from all of my family, has been such a blessing.
1: And all God's people said, Praise 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 be to God. Y'all
2: are the best.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You didn't know what was going on, did you? Sorry, thank
0: you. Uh, Mari Carmen, you come up. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do these. So just well. go ahead. There you go. Would you read?
1: <laughs> that, that's
0: appropriate. Would you read what you
1: wrote?
2: When my family found ourselves.
1: <laughs> I know, I know.
2: I'm just going to get an ugly cry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay.
2: In the worst times of our lives. This church surrounded us, loved us, gave us all their resources, whether time, money, food, prayers, and so much love. They supported my girls when I had no words. They helped me up.
1: And all God's people said. Praise be to God. Thank you,
0: I think you need one of these. <laughs> I do. Uh, Tom Pino.
1: Tom, are you here? I saw him walk in. Oh, uh, There he is. Oh, there he is. And this dude, Friday night, was like Mr. Stock, the, I think his whole time he did nothing but stock machines with <laughs> sodas. Hey, that was hard
0: work, we were like in an oven there too. It wasn't my first time in a concert. So that's <laughs> something somebody wrote about you, Tom. Okay. <laughs> I love hanging out with Tom when is serving... Uh, He is constantly building community because he is humble, joyful, loves people, and a joy to be around.
1: And all God's people said. Next up, Aaron Finley. Come up here, buddy. This one was written about you, and we wanted you to know it. It
3: says, Aaron organized a softball team for a bunch of guys. It helped me get to know several guys a lot better. And I know there were several other guys that were new and it helped them get connected.
1: Yeah. And all God's people said? And what was the name? Salt of the Turf? Salt of the Turf. Hey, nothing more enjoyable than watching a bunch of old men. Can I I tell you the name that didn't make it? Yes. Uh, Hitters in the Hands of an Angry (laughs) God.
0: It wouldn't fit on the jersey. It wouldn't fit
1: on the Oh,
0: Uh, so this one's kind of neat. So Avery and Peyton Winfield, if y'all would both come on up. Okay, and Avery, I'm going to ask you to read two of them, both of them. Okay, but y'all both come on up. So this is one that you wrote, I believe.
2: Um, My art teacher has been one of my role models since I was small. She has taught me so much about God and living a life of Christianity she has inspired me and influenced me throughout my entire life.
0: That's great. A teacher influences you. Now read one that was wrote, uh, written about you.
2: When I was younger, I always thought my sister was better than me at everything. <laughs> but as I got older...
0: She was just doing her best
1: to teach me. It's Written by her sister. Yeah. And all God's people said, praise be to God. Here, you're gonna <laughs> we need to pass those around a little bit. Well, I wish this last one was here. Uh, they're not this morning, but uh, it was so interesting uh, to read it. And So I'm pulling an audible. Uh, where's Brittany? Brittany, come on up here. This one was written about you.
3: I we were done with these. I know.
1: I have one more. One more. <laughs> Come over here.
2: <laughs> Brittany McMahon is always reaching out to others in service and support, no matter what she has going on in her life. Thank you, Brittany.
1: <laughs> and all God's people said, praise, praise be to God. God. So Carla Kane wrote that about Brittany. Then she wrote this to my husband. My husband got me involved in church and led me to become a follower of Christ alongside him. I knew Christ, but I was not growing in serving. And all God's people said, praise be to God. And so we could probably go on and on and on and on about everyone in this room, and we do this because we want to make a recommendation, a push for life groups, because this is where all this really begins to happen, where you get to know people on this level that you can call in your life group. Hey, I need a new roof, or something just happens, and these are the people that are your people, and. Uh, and makes this happen and so a little bit about life groups i know we got a lot going on there's a lot happening and
0: yeah and you know i would say even beyond life groups i mean isn't god's design better yeah you know i mean that's that's why we wanted to paint this picture yeah. um, But absolutely uh, please get in a group of some sort best way to do life groups is you can just text the word community to that text to church number 903-437-4437 you can go to our website you can come talk to us and then plan on being there September the nineteenth, <laughs> 19th, 19th. Uh, it's the third Sunday of September. We'll all be here. We'll do a kickoff. Then in October, we'll meet first and third Sundays of the month and y'all, the year will fly by. I mean, we'd meet twice a month and that's not a whole lot, uh, but you'll be amazed at what God can do. Not just, we don't just have life groups just to have life groups because yeah. it's the thing to do. When we build our lives by God's design, with influence and generosity and community that we we build, not do we just stack expectations on people, y'all. Yeah. I wouldn't trade this for the world. No, in this way better.
1: I always said this is the you know even if I wasn't on staff, I mean this was the church I would want to be at. And um, and we've got women's Bible studies that are starting up. Uh, we've got men's Bible study every Tuesday morning. There are ways to find this community in. We want that for you because we've experienced it and we want others to also.
0: Thanks again for listening to the podcast today. We hope that you were blessed and encouraged. And if you have any questions or comments, we want you to let us know. Simply send your thoughts to questions at Bethelbible.com. Thanks for spending time with us and be sure to join us next week on the Bethel Bible Podcast.